Hi, thank you for tuning into the Short Stacks. I'm Lisa Quintero, Young Adult Librarian. And I'm Lizzie Jelly, Virtual Engagement Librarian. This is the show where we talk to you about what we've been reading, listening to, or watching. And today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, we have Jacob Brissett from Lake Effect Surf Shop here in Shorewood. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. So, uh, yeah, you opened the shop, what, like five years ago or so? A little bit longer? About six and a half. So okay. it was the summer of 2016. Um, yeah, July 23rd, 2016 was the day we opened our doors. And yeah, it's gone fast, but it's been amazing so far. Okay, cool. So how did you get into surfing? Like, uh, did you did you start like as a skater or did you start as a surfer? Or how did you get into it? Absolutely. So you're, you're <laughs> absolutely right. I started skateboarding and snowboarding growing uh-huh. up in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you know, living in the Midwest. Uh, actually, I was living in, my mom lived in Madison and my dad lived up in Wausau. Okay. Uh, so my dad is pretty close to the ski hill, and we go snowboarding, and um, you know I'd always skateboard too in the summer, wakeboard. Kind of always had a, a huge attraction to the board sports. Mm-hmm. Um, never really even knew you could surf here on Lake Michigan, uh-huh. um, you know, until later on in my life in my twenties. So yeah, I grew up, uh, you know, as a kid just doing all those board sports. And the story how I actually found surfing was uh, one of my friends had a dad who worked as a shoe rep. Uh-huh. So you go to these expos and get all these stickers and T-shirts and free swag boxes uh-huh. in his basement. And when we go over there, me and my friends would rifle through them, take you know, grab a bunch of stickers and stuff. And there's actually a surfing DVD in there. Uh-huh. Um, and I ended up grabbing a surfing DVD. And um, there's a bunch of them. So he's like, here, take one of these. Uh, well, I ended up watching it maybe a year or so later. And I uh, remember watching it for the first time being like, I never even thought about this sport or traveling to these different destinations and driving, riding these you know, different waves and um, experiencing the cultures to those places. So, uh, yeah, it just always really attracted me. And again, not even knowing you could surf here, uh, having that DVD in my teenage years and thinking it could only be done on the coasts. Uh Um, Yeah, so that's kind of just how I I first discovered surfing was uh, was that DVD that I got from my friend. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I never really thought about surfing on Lake Michigan or any of the Great Lakes either. Like, I was just like, isn't it too cold here? (laughs) I mean, I grew up in Minnesota, close to Lake Superior, and I had no idea that that was a thing people did here in the Midwest. I was like, oh, surfing, that's that's a California thing. That doesn't happen here. But now living in Milwaukee, like, I see them out there. They're surfing the waves. So what... What makes surfing the Great Lakes or Lake Michigan especially so special? How do you go about it? Yeah, well, to touch on one thing before I answer that, it's funny when people say they live here and Mm -hmm. and never see surfers or, you know, know about surfing is, you know, we're usually out there when it's cold, windy, (laughs) rainy, you know, maybe October, November versus June, July. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, there are people that live here their whole life that don't even know you can surf the Great Lakes Mm -hmm. because you're usually not at the beach, you know, during the times we are when we're getting the big waves and stuff like that. So Fair um, enough. Yeah. But what I, I like when you ask what makes it special, and, and that's one thing I do stress to a lot of people, that it's it's a lot different, our surf culture here in Wisconsin or even the Midwest or around the entire Great Lakes region um, than it is on the coast. Uh, a lot of the people in these communities are pretty close-knit, so odds are if you do surf, you know, you're going to meet people in that community that surf as well and, and grow you know, lasting relationships with them. So um, what I really like is our, our kind of our Midwest kindness or that Wisconsin nice shows <laughs> yeah. in our surf community. Okay. You hear about a lot of stuff on the coast, riffraff, people, you know, getting upset or, you know, waxing someone's car, new guy in the town. But, um, you know, over here, we don't get a lot of that. You know, people are just generally happy to get the waves we do when we have them and um, celebrate that together. So I always say that's what really makes it special here is our culture and mm-hmm. um, just the, you know, the, the vibe that we have as, you know, Midwestern surfers. So what uh, led you to opening the shop in Shorewood? Oh, um, well, it's funny you asked that because I was looking all over when we first decided that we wanted to, you know, build a business here. Mm-hmm. I've been surfing the Great Lakes for about 
seven, eight years at the time. And I was living in Madison, so mm-hmm. we were, I, you know, I was driving every time I wanted to go surfing. It'd be at least an hour drive. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember thinking, wow, it'd be really cool if there was a surf shop in Milwaukee. It's mm-hmm. it's the biggest city in the state. A lot of you know events happen. People come in and out all the time for these these cool things going on around town. Mm-hmm. So I always thought you know it'd be a great spot for a surf shop, just being the city it is, kind of the focus they have on the arts and entertainment and counterculture. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, 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 it was just always a thought in the back of my head. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, at that time I was working at an insurance company. <laughs> oh, yeah, very I was fifty hours a week, and I was I was the surfer guy there. Right? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, so I'd always come in, you know, some some mornings late, and um, you know, wet hair, be driving mm-hmm. to Milwaukee and back to surf. So. Um, but yeah, so what led me to Shorewood was really the beach we have in town here at Water. I was actually surfing at Water okay. quite often at the time and, you know, thinking Milwaukee would be a great spot. And um, so when I started looking for locations, we kind of just went to the beach and then started wandering mm-hmm. from there and trying to find business districts. And sure enough, where we are now is just a half a mile right down the road from Atwater and um, you know, kind of just landed perfectly into our laps with the perfect spot with the, you know, kind of smaller right amount of rent. So yeah, we made, made it happen. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, the surf shop uh, Lake Effect is on Capitol Drive, just north of the library on Capitol and Murray. So yeah, absolutely. You can almost see the lake from there, really. Like you're just right next to it. Yeah, That's absolutely. Awesome. And I remember too, when we were looking for a spot, I came, of course, I was bringing my surfboard just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some really little waves this one day when I was scoping out uh, locations and um, I actually met, there's a teacher uh, in town here that's been surfing for a long time, Eric Getson, who's an English teacher at Shorewood High okay. School and very involved in the local surf community. Mm-hmm. Actually was the, the chairman of the Surfrider Foundation, Milwaukee chapter for many years here. Okay. Um, started the Surf at Water event with a group of guys and is really, you know, really instrumental in our surf community here. And mm-hmm. he's actually a teacher right here in Shorewood. And I remember peering over at water and he was the first person I told, I was like, hey, Eric, you know, keep it, keep it hush hush because I don't want anyone, you know, going under me and just doing yeah. this. But like, this is my plan and this is what I want to do. And I remember him saying, you should really look at Shorewood. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a great community, um, you know, great, great schools, great, you know, people that live in the area and very supportive local businesses. Mm-hmm. And obviously at Water Beach being one of the kind of two main beaches I was surfing at the time, um, right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that was, he, I remember him saying too, you should really, you know, look at this area and focus on this area. Mm-hmm. And I think that was another thing that really helped to kind of push us this direction. Yeah. So out of curiosity, like, what do you guys do at the shop? Do you offer like classes? I'm guessing you sell, you know, equipment obviously, <laughs> but do you offer classes or do you have like meetups or things like that? Yeah, the shop? absolutely. So yeah. In, the, in the summertime, we usually do lessons, you know, here around January, February, it's, <laughs> It's a little daunting, you know, trying uh-huh. to learn to surf when yeah. it's like, this is usually when you, you bring your A game out when it's okay. this, this weather. But um, yeah, usually about April or May, we start up uh, group surf lessons again. And okay. we do them even with or without waves. So even if there aren't waves, we'll still bring people out there, mm-hmm. show them how to, you know, pop up, plane a board, turn a board, mm-hmm. you know, do all that that stuff we do on the sand. And um, believe it or not, even if there's just the smallest little ankle slapper wave out there, uh-huh. we'll put them on a big paddle board, give them a push. And um, it's the perfect uh, environment for them to learn uh-huh. And, you know, apply what we've taught in those lessons. Um, believe it or not, actually, the days there are big waves and heavy surf is, is the toughest to learn because mm. people are getting blown everywhere and you're trying to just keep them together. And, um, you know, it's hard to hard to hear people and, and, you know, apply those things you learn when you're just trying to hold on, hold on for your life. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And if you're doing it, like, I'm guessing in November, December, January, like the water is cold. So you also probably have to learn about safety in terms of hypothermia and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why we're so lucky to live in 2023 now. Uh-huh. That we do is that we have all this technology at our fingertips with neoprene and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to put on things that allow you to go in this 
literally ice cold water, yeah. um, you know, throughout the year. There's stories of guys, you know, surfing here in the 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. I always stress that to people. You know, this mm-hmm. isn't something new. People have been doing this for decades. Oh, okay. um, it's just that now it's becoming more popular as social mm-hmm. media, mm-hmm. you know, things like these podcasts um, bring mm-hmm. it to light. But um, yeah, people were surfing here in the 50s and 60s. And I hear stories from the old timers talking about how they'd use old scuba wetsuits and have to tape duct tape them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, just putting like five wool socks on because there was no booties at the time. Okay. So yeah, it's just kind of, it's a uh, pretty cool to hear that. Yeah. That's intense. That's commitment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, hearing about that kind of extremes that you go to. What's it like surfing in such tough conditions? Like, what do you, you've talked about some of the precautions. I'm assuming you're not wearing six pairs of wool socks and you, or maybe you are, I don't know, but are there any like special things you have to take note of? So if you are going to surf in the cold weather, it really is just having a, a good wetsuit, at least five or six millimeters thick with um, at least five, six, seven millimeters boots and gloves and a hood as well. So really, once you get all that skin covered, that's the the main thing you want to get taken care of in the winter in order to get out there. But there's um, quite a bit of variables as well. In the winter, we get a lot of ice when it gets mm-hmm. cold. And once you get that floating ice out there, it becomes super dangerous. So uh, I always stress to people, you know, if you ever see floating ice in the water, just stay away. Okay. You know, a, a piece the size of a water bottle hits you in the head and it's it's game over. So um, in addition to that, too, we'll get a lot of those ice shelves that form as the water splashes on the shoreline. And, and that shelf can grow and grow and mm. become 15 feet sometimes. So uh, I get a lot of younger surfers that come in and are like, hey, I see a spot I can get in. And I'm like, that's great. But do you see a spot you can get out mm-hmm. on both sides, you know, 100 yards down the beach each way? Because truth be told, that current out there, you know, can shift you. And a lot of times the spot that you're getting in isn't always the spot that you're getting out. So that ice can make it really difficult. And that's one thing that we, we really try to be careful of in the wintertime. Um, but what's cool is here in Milwaukee, you know, you don't have to be this hardcore, you know, um, cold water surfer. There's a lot of people that just come out in the summertime, too. Uh-huh. Um, it's definitely not as consistent. Usually we're getting maybe two or three days of surf in the summer versus, you know, one to three days a week in the in the cool weather uh, month. So um, there are a lot of people, though, especially families that come out and have boards and will go on those, you know, occasional days in the summer that we get some surf. So. Uh-huh. Um, it really is. It's cool. You know, we live in an area where it's literally 100 degrees air temperature difference between our summer and our winter. Yeah. Surfing, so um, it's kind of fun to wear that badge. <laughs> yeah. So how do you know if uh, good surf conditioning uh, conditions are coming? Like, what do you look for? So, yeah, another thing that we're lucky to have these days is all our forecasting models. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about those guys in the 50s and 60s and they were using weather radios. Mm-hmm. Now we're lucky enough to pop on the Internet and have dozens of websites that can help you predict, um, you know, future winds and future um, surf forecasts. So um, the one a lot of us kind of go by here mainly is the NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. They have some great tools on their website. We actually link uh, from our website, lakeeffectsurfshop.com, to a couple of their platforms that do some modeling. Um, uh, There's a bunch of them out there, too, with Magic Seaweed, Surfline, uh, Windy, Windfinder. So um, everyone's kind of got their favorites, but Uh uh, we do put a few of them on our website if you ever want to check them out under our surf report link. And yeah, you said you said you lived in Madison. Like, do the lakes in Madison offer surf? No, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, they're smaller. So I was like, I don't know, maybe. Well, it's funny because I was telling people, like, oh, I was living in Madison. I needed to move closer to the lake. They're like, what are you talking about? It's sandwiched between two yeah, lakes. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this, you know, this one's significantly larger. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, usually 
the inland lakes, you really don't see any surf, even even Winnebago, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, the only ones that I've really seen outside of the Great Lakes that get surf are, um, you know, like Great Salt Lake or okay. Lake Tahoe when mm-hmm. they get really heavy gale force winds. But okay. um, generally speaking, yeah, it's really just just the big lakes, you know, the, okay. the Great Lakes the that Great lakes. provide surf around here. So we're lucky. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we talked a little bit about what you look for when you want to look for some good surf, some precautions that you take. So let's say I'm feeling really bold and I want to give surfing Lake Michigan a try. What can I do to get started? What do I need to do to prepare myself? You know, I always say if you can, if you're in the area, to come in the shop. You know, that's why I created this place was to bring people in, show them how to get into it, break that barrier mm-hmm. of entry. Um, so if, if possible, I always say stop in the shop. And a lot of times I'll even give people my schedule and say, make sure I'm there. So <laughs> oh, I can cool. really, really deep dive with you on stuff <laughs> if you want to go that far. But um, yeah, even calling us, um, stopping in or on our website, we actually have some really great links too. We have some videos that we show how to forecast you know, and, um, you know, some board board selection options as well. So um, obviously contact us if you can. There's some, you know, videos out there on YouTube or other resources on the internet as well. But, um, you know, the, the Great Lakes are so different than what you see on the ocean. So there's a lot of, you know, general broad stuff, but I'd like to be able to show people that difference that we have, you know, here on the lakes mm-hmm. and, and how, to, how to identify those. So what are some of your favorite surfing related movies or books? Oh, there's a lot. There's been some really cool stuff lately, too, even with, like, the Bethany Hamilton, you know, uh, Soul Surfer documentary Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But one of them I really like, my my favorite movie, I would say, if you're going to watch one of them Mm -hmm. to try to get inspired by surfing, would be Step in a Liquid. And it is a documentary-style film, Mm -hmm. but they basically take a glimpse of different surf cultures all throughout the world. Okay. And they actually do stop at Sheboygan and talk to some guys that have been surfing there. Okay. And, you know, so we actually do, the Great Lakes has a small, small part in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really is fun to see, you know, people surfing behind tankers in Texas, people surfing the Great Lakes here. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, your classic, you know, California, Hawaii, Australia, mm-hmm. um, you know, ocean-style surfing. Um, so, yeah, Step Into Liquid is one I always recommend if people want to watch a, a surfing movie to, you know, just kind of get a feel for, for mm-hmm. what's all out there. Um, you know, if you're young, if you got some kids at home, Surf's Up. Okay. Uh, I love I, Surf's Up. <laughs> I still watch it. I'm three or four years old. I still watch Surf's Up and enjoy it. Um, it's very clever. So okay. uh, that's always a great one. Um, I actually had a pro surfer who was a legend, Sean Thompson, that uh, stopped into our shop and has a book he calls The Code. Um, it's basically just, you know, some tips on how to live a healthy, happy lifestyle, okay, cool. um, but also with, you know, surfing, um, theme Mixed to in, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta throw that out there for Sean, <laughs> the code, you yeah, know, if you're, yeah. if you're looking for, you know, some just good, inspiring stuff, um, Barbarian Days, that's a really popular book, um, that a okay. lot of people outside of the surf culture, uh, mm-hmm. read and enjoy. So okay. if you're looking for a good read, um, that's another, you know, another great book too. Cool. Yeah. I get a sense that it's similar to like uh, skateboarding culture, um, in some of the ways that different groups do things and uh, like the competitions and things like that. And are there any competitions that happen in the Great Lakes or no? You know, there actually was just one that happened this fall. Um, there hadn't been anything for decades. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, a guy up in, uh, I believe it's kind of near Sleeping Bear Dunes and okay. up, up in um, the Grand Traverse Traverse City mm-hmm. area, um, had just put one on, so it's in what would be northern Michigan uh-huh. uh, this fall. And yeah, a few of my friends from Milwaukee went over there as well, and uh-huh. um, then a bunch of guys turned out for it, So and, uh-huh. and ladies as well. Okay, cool. So yeah, it's been, um, it's kind of cool to see that just starting to to come, and I believe it's called the North um, the North Lighthouse Classic. Uh-huh. Or North, Have you ever I'm thought sorry, about hosting one, or... 
You know, I, I, I it has, you know, we do the surf at water yeah. that we've done here, which okay. is more to kind of help kids and yeah, help yeah, families yeah. get into it. But um, yeah, it's always kind of crossed my mind to mm-hmm. do something, something along those lines. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys have coming up at the shop? Oh, well, actually, we're, one thing I'm really excited on right now, it's winter and it's usually a little slower after the holidays and, mm-hmm. you know, not quite into the busy season of the spring break or, or the summer. So um, I don't know if I should be announcing this or not, but we're actually doing some uh, in-store concert series. Oh, cool. cool. So we're having um, bands, including touring bands coming in mm-hmm. and uh, actually trying to do it the right way, getting some really, a really good video crew. Um, my friend owns a, a, a production company called the visionary studios here in milwaukee and they do a lot of work for different places and really great work so they've offered to you know uh, set up their cameras and film the bands while a local radio station comes in and and plugs in and records it and uh, it hasn't been released yet but we're hoping in february or march the series will be released on the radio and then we're going to put all those videos online and youtube and kind of like a tiny desk show i don't know yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh similar to that but um you know in our surf shop so it's going to be called live at lake effect and um, so yeah, just kind of one thing. I'm like, what else can we use the shop for? Yeah. Other than just you know selling surfboards and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you sell any other type of like board equipment besides surfing stuff? Like, like yeah, absolutely. Snowboarding a lot stuff? of skateboards, okay. uh, longboards. Um, we did paddle boards, but we've kind of sw- stopped that and just switched the folk to focus to just surfing. Oh. Um, so yeah, a lot of surfboards, skateboards, tons of clothing. We mm. do a lot of our you know private label with Surf Wisconsin. Okay, cool. Waloha, you know, like yeah. Wisconsin Aloha. Yeah, I gotta have the local pride. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So we are. We do have some great gift stuff. If people are ever looking for, you know, something fun for a, a surfer, they're buying a gift for. Cool. Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I just want to. I always mention I. I love doing business in Milwaukee. You know, growing mm-hmm. up in Madison, I never thought I would live in Milwaukee or move here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird to say after moving here, I've never felt like I was home until until I did move here. Mm-hmm. So it really is a great city. Um, even doing stuff with with you guys here and the mm-hmm. podcast. Like, um, yes, yeah, so I'll just say that you know, even if you're if you're hearing this from somewhere out of town, it's a great spot to visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, great people and culture and tons of stuff to do. So. Yeah, we could be happier to be doing business where we are and um, with the community here that supports us. So. Very cool. Yeah, so if you're uh, in the area, you should check out the Lake Effect Surf Shop over on Capitol Drive. Uh, what's the actual address? 1926 <laughs> East Capitol. There we go. Or oh. just come to the library. And, yeah. and it's yeah. the kitty corner from here. So yes, yes. <laughs> you'll find us if you come here. Yeah, go check it out. Talk to Jacob. You know, learn a little bit about surfing. Maybe get out on the on the waves sometime. I mean, I love swimming Lake Michigan and like the idea of going on a surfboard pretty cool yeah it does like, like i think cool. about it like you know just in the summer like sometimes the waves get pretty pretty intense so yeah yeah well we rank gear too so anytime <laughs> you ladies want to get up feel free to all right lisa let's go <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you very much for joining us jacob thanks again for having me as always, if you have any questions or comments for your host, you can email us at shortstacks at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, or iTunes. Until next time, thanks for listening and be well. The Short Stacks is produced by Lisa Quintero and Lizzie Jelly for the Short Public Library. Music for the show is by Kevin McLeod. The song is called Ice Flow and can be found on incompetech.com.